Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 290, the Julius Peppers episode. I'm joined by Nikki Guns in this one. We break down NFL Week 17 games, and then we discuss our New Year's weekend bowl games in the college football national semifinals. Remember, you can contact me with any comments and questions at jeffreybelanger8 at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at Coach Belanger. Don't forget our affiliate, MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout, and you get a 50% sign-up bonus. Type in that promo code D-A-R-T-H at sign-up, and you get a 50% sign-up bonus. Remember, you play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. Don't forget our website, JeffreyBelanger.com. Go there. All our NFL and college football picks will be there for you. Darth Wager upset, uh, updates that for you. Click on that Amazon banner ad when you're there. Buy yourself something nice. And a little bit comes back to help the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And don't forget I'm an author of the L.E. Armini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You can get them directly from the publisher, thewordverve.com. Or if you're on Amazon, if you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download to your favorite reading device for absolutely free. And uh, that helps support my kids' college fund, so help me out with that. Um, there you have it. Let's get right to it. NFL Week 17 picks in our New Year's weekend college football bowl picks, national semifinal picks. Let's get to it. Me and Nikki Guns going through football. Final weekend of 2018. Podcast number 290, Nikki Guns. Just me and you tonight. The Julius Peppers episode. North Carolina. Pretty good post player for them on the basketball court. Heck of a defensive lineman. Looks like he's getting a little older, though. A little long in the tooth for the Carolina Panthers this year. Week 17, NFL picks. I I got to say, week 16 was very, very good for us. Very good. I was the biggest loser. I had 10 picks. Correct. 10, 5, and 1. You had 11 picks. You went 11, 4, and 1. Darth Wager went 12, 3, and 1. Wow. Our overall records now. You're one game under Mendoza. 116, 117, and 1. Darth, I believe, has surpassed me. I'm looking at the stats here. No, he has not. Darth is 121 and 112. And the addition must be wrong because, oh, no, I'm not. I'm 122 and 111. So I'm one game up on Darth. Best bets? Let's see. I went two and two. Dan went four and one. You went three and one. You are still making money on the year. You're up two units. Overall, good nice. for you. If you bet a million dollars on every game, you'd be up two million. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so, one o'clock. The, the NFL does a good job. They they put all the one o'clock games that mean something against <clears throat> each other, so nobody can tank and and not play people. Uh, there's a lot of four o'clock games. There's no Monday night game. You you said before we started figuring out who's going to be playing, who's Who's going to be putting an effort in? Who's resting players? That is the big challenge uh, going into week 17, a, a traditionally tough week to pick games. So I'm leading off with the Giants and the Cowboys. One o'clock game. Last I checked, I'm, I'm trying to get the current spreads. The Cowboys were getting six points, which leads you to believe that the Cowboys will be uh, playing their bench most of this game. Nothing on the line for them. They're, they're pretty much locked where they're going to be. 
It is still the Giants favored by six. Go Vandy. And uh, this was this was tough. What do you got in this one? So, uh, of course, Jerry Jones comes out and says, uh, we're going to play our starters. We're here to win the game. Uh, he said the last thing, same thing last year, and uh, most of the starters were out after the first quarter. I think that's when it's going to happen here. Uh, the Giants, uh, there's been no quit in Big Blue. Uh, they've played tough the last six games besides that Titan game where uh, – the weather got them absolutely the freezing rain. They didn't need the game, and uh, that Titan team is extremely physical. I think they they can do that to a lot of teams. Yep. Uh, Giants are five and one against the spread in their last six games. Uh, I like the fact that they are just still still playing hard. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys need it. I think they lay down. I will take the New York Football Giants to cover the spread at home. Wow, I agree with you. The spread makes you think the Cowboys will be in cruise control. I think they will be too. The Giants have basically shut down OBJ. They don't want him to get hurt. He's he's he wants to play. They're not letting him. If you know notice, they've limited Saquon Barkley's touches the last few weeks. They're they're basically not shutting him down, but they're not really giving them. They're, they're letting Baker Mayfield sneak in here for Rookie of the Year. Uh, Giants are playing much better uh, at the end of the year. I'm going to take the Giants as well. Uh, you know, laying the six points. I, I'm doing it. Why not? Definitely not a lock though. Can't trust a, that one. That's a stay away. This next game is kind of tougher. Oh, the spread finally came out. Seven and a half. The Carolina Panthers are getting seven and a half against the Saints. I'm taking the Saints. Uh, Snates, the, Snates. the Saints need a big win. Uh, even if they play their bench, I think they're, they're one of the deepest teams in the NFL. I think their bench is pretty good. And that bench might be better than the Panthers anyway. Uh, Panthers have lost six or seven in a row. They've kind of tanked it down the stretch here. Uh, it looks like a team that lost their hope, lost their will, and they know their coach isn't coming back, and they're just not playing for them, it looks like. So I'm going to take the Saints, uh, laying those seven and a half points to the Panthers. Who you got? Uh, I agree in a way. The, it looked like Carolina just had no motivation last week. Um, I think that was more to do with the last couple of games they had and where they, they kind of gave everything they had against the Saints. And then uh, the week after that, they played another tough game and, and lost again. Uh, they moved the ball well last week up and down the field. Um, the problem is that quarterback, uh, their backup there, Heichel or Hickel, is yeah. out for the season. So uh, they just signed someone to the practice squad who's going to be their quarterback. Um, I just think New Orleans has nothing to play for, and I think they're – not going to play too many uh, other studs, and uh, Bridgewater with, can play though. Yeah, he can play. And it's an audition he for can him. Play. Um, with that said, I will take uh, Carolina to cover the points. Ooh, going with the Panthers, not a lot. Stay away game. Yep. Now, general rule is you want to take, you want to pick a game where they're playing for something. If it's going to be a lock, I'm going against that in a little bit later on. But uh, Jets. Getting 13 and a half at the Patriots. I want to double check this spread. It's still 13 and a half. Oh boy. The uh the Patriots, they stung us last week. The, the, the late back door covered by the Bills. I'm taking the Patriots. Uh they need this one for a bye. I think it's a lot of points for a division game. But the Jets are on the road. They're not a good team. I don't think they travel well. I'm going to take the Patriots. Uh, a little tune-up here, and I think they want that bye week. They need that bye week. Uh, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go the other way here. I think uh, the Pats will be playing hard. Um, 
just a different Patriot team this year. Uh, I think they'll be content to line it up and run the ball 40, 50 times with all their different backs, limit Brady's throws. I don't think they want Tom getting hit, and I don't think they want him throwing the ball a lot. Uh, I think that'll lead to a low-scoring game, and I think the Jets will do just enough to uh, – they will definitely lose the game, but I think they'll they'll cover getting the 13. All right. Next one o'clock are Eagles or at the Redskins. Good luck reading the Redskins. You, just when you think they're dead, they're like the, the freaking walking dead. They come back to life here. Uh, Redskins are getting six and a half at home. The Eagles need this one. It might be a little bit too late. I, you know, the Vikings lose. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Um, they got Nick Foles leading the way. Um, I think this is set up for the Redskins to get blown out like they did against the Giants. I'm taking the Eagles laying the six and a half. Where you got? I'm going to go opposite of you again. One of us is going to be off to a rough start. Um, I think with Foles, uh, the Eagles will win this game. It will be a game of desperation. I also think uh, the Redskins, uh, they just let go of that guy Swearinger. I think, Weird. I think that coach is sending a message that he's here to, you know, he's here to win. He wants control of that locker room. I think that's a wake up call, and I think the Redskins continue to play hard to end the season. Uh, I think the Skins do just enough to hang around. Another big day by AP, and uh, their defense plays tough. I will take the Skins to cover at home. All right, Skins to cover. The Packers and the Lions. The spread is now eight. It was up to nine at one point. It's now eight. Uh, the Packers won on the road. They they uh they were determined against the Jets. I think they got a few calls go their way too. That was kind of favorable, considering the Jets were a home team. Was kind of wrong, but I the Packers shouldn't be favored by that much, even at home. Uh, the defense, but the Detroit defense is so damn awful. The ba- the Packers are going to put up points. The Lions' offense has regressed badly as the season's gone forward. I got to take the Packers. I, I don't like it, but I got to take the Packers. What do you got? We have agreement. Uh, it looked like, to me, Detroit absolutely laid down the second half of that game last week. Uh, they were up 9 nothing. They had held Minnesota to four first downs. Uh, they were, I think it was something like four first downs, five yards total offense. Uh, and then Minnesota scored late before the half, and it just seemed to take the balloon, air out of the balloon, and the Lions laid down. Uh, I agree. Um the Detroit Lions have not won in Lambeau Field since 1992. Oh my God! Um, yeah, really? That's a, that's a long time. Oh. And uh, we saw we saw the Rodgers last week that uh, is trying to prove a point here to win without McCarthy. I agree with you. I like the Green Bay Packers at home to win and cover. Jaguars are at the Texans. Texans with a tough loss last week to the Eagles. The spread is now six and a half, and. Uh, we get the return of, uh, oh my gosh, brain fart. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Spread is six and a half. I, when I looked, it was seven. It doesn't matter. The Jaguars are winning this game on the field. Wow. Um, they lost Demarius Thomas, a wide receiver. You're going to be able to do a lot of creative coverage on Newcomb now. Uh, it's going to make scoring even tougher. Uh, this is a division game. I think this is a close game. I think the Jags definitely cover. I think they're going to win. 
They begin their search for a new QB after this game ends. Could it be Derek Carr? Very well could be. Could it be Eli Manning? I can only hope as a Giants fan. I'm taking the Jaguars. Winning on the field, but I'll take the points too. What do you got? Uh, stay away from me, but um, I will go with the Texans here. I think uh, they have a lot to play for. Uh, if New England were to slip up, they can get themselves into that two seed. Um, I think this will be force on force here. Texans and Jaguars both trying to run it up each other's throats. I like the Texans D better this year. Uh, I still question Jacksonville's motivation, even with Bortles back. Um, you know, Bortles can have one of his games and he can give two defensive touchdowns away here and, and totally swing this thing. So I'll take the Texans at home. This, I'm going to say this in, a, in another game later on, but this is a game you got to watch because at halftime, if the Patriots are up big on the Jets, the Texans will start benching everybody in the second half. And that's how the Jaguars get the victory that's, on the field. That's true. There are a few more games like that coming yep. up. Yeah. All right. So a couple dead games, you would think. But these next two 1 o'clock games will be locks for Coach Belanger. Falcons are at the box. And the spread was one. And do, 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 it still is one. Atlanta is giving a point. The Bucks are a one-point Home dog. Two teams, nothing to play for. Think about the trends of the season. The Bucs have been actually been pretty decent at home. I believe they're four and three at home. Uh, they're awful on the road, one and seven. This game is in Tampa. Uh the their one road win for for uh, Tampa Bay was opening week against New Orleans. <laughs> the Falcons do not travel well. They've proven that all year. I am locking up the Bucs, who have been feisty on offense. Even on the road, but especially at home. I'm taking the Bucs. I'm locking it up. What do you got, Nick? Bucks have been in those games the last few weeks, uh, even against Dallas. Yep. Um, they were moving the ball up and down the field, few costly turnovers. Uh, I think that offense continues to roll at home. I do not like the Falcons' defense, and I do not like their defense, especially on the road. Division game, I'll take the Bucks as a home dog to win on the field. All right. In agreement. This next one. Dolphins are at the Bills. The spread is three and a half. Now it's four and a half. Oh, my gosh. That's too bad. Uh, but I'm still going with the Buffalo Bills and lock it up. The same as the previous game. Two teams, nothing to play for. Dolphins, six and two at home this year, one and six on the road. They don't travel well, especially in cold weather like Buffalo. Uh, look at their no-show game versus Green Bay. That was back on November 11th. The weather was uh, seemed balmy compared to what's going to be in Buffalo this weekend. Lock up the Bills. The Bills win by double digits in this one. What do you got? Also a lock for me. Um, Miami looked completely flat in a huge game last week against Jacksonville. Uh, I just don't know how much fight is left in them. Tannehill, dead man walking. Uh, he's going to be out the door. Miami is 1-8 and eight against the spread in their last nine years uh, in Week 17. Uh, I think they lay down here. I like Buffalo to roll at home. Give me the bills. Oh, boy. All right, 4 o'clock games. Before we get to those, don't forget MyBookieAG. Uh, they're affiliate with us. And if you use the promo code DARTH at checkout, you get a 50% sign-up bonus at D-A-R-T-H, like in Darth Vader, but it's Darth Wager. He's not here tonight. He's not doing the pod with us. He's not feeling too well. Uh, just a little stomach illness. But uh, uh, go to that and help uh, – Deposit some money for yourself, get a little bit of free play money, and help support the cost of the show. Thanks. Four o'clock games. Big one. Bengals 
at the Steelers. And this is a, a very interesting spread. It's up to 14 and a half. James Conner practiced this week. That's big news for the Steelers. This is an awful lot of points. What do you got, Nick? I'll let you lead off. Also, no uh, Vontez Perfect for the Bengals. He's yep. back in concussion protocol. That's always big in this series because he tends to get things getting ugly and guys getting suspended and hurt. So uh, this is, again, like you said, scoreboard watch here. Um, if the Steelers see that Cleveland and Baltimore are anywhere within striking distance, I think the Steelers pour it on here. Uh, the only thing is going to be if Baltimore runs away with that game, I could see the Steelers just laying down and making sure nobody gets hurt. With all that said, I like to steal at home to cover that spread against the Bengals, who are awful. They are awful. That is an awful lot of points, speaking of awful. Steelers have everything in the world to play for. Bengals have nothing to play for, except they hate the Steelers. And I'm sure it, the last game for Marvin Lewis – I, I kind of think they a lot of those guys are they they don't sign free agents so those guys have been with them for a while. I think there's probably a little respect factor for him. Um, still need a Ravens loss or a tie between the Colts and Titans. They they could also get that to get in. Um, there have been a few ties this week. Hold this my year. breath on that one. Yep. Uh, since he is two and five on the road, but don't underestimate this is a division game. The hate between Cincinnati Pitt is big. Driscoll's been okay at quarterback for the Bungles. I don't think the Bungles win, but I think they cover. So I I will take that 14.5 points. Bears and Vikings. Kind of a a, a decent game for Philly. Um, I'm not understanding why this game isn't a 1 o'clock game. Maybe they moved it to 1 o'clock because you think... Well, Bears still have a shot at the two seed. Right, but the Vikings... You know, they, they're in and out of the playoffs depending on what the Eagles do. Right. Well, no, Eagles are playing at four, too. Oh, they're, yeah. they moved that game they to four? Oh, okay, game. okay, yep. good. Eagles are playing at four, yep. All right. Yeah, because a lot of stuff was yeah. bounced around yep. there. All right, so that that's good. That makes sense then. Uh, the Bears, last I checked, were at the Vikings, and the Bears were getting five. Bears definitely have something to play for, and the spread is... Is four and a half now. What do you got? It was up to seven at one point. I think this is uh, a game of who's more desperate, and I think the Vikings are more desperate, and they're the home team. Yep. Um, <clears throat> they've looked a lot better the last few weeks, running the ball, uh, then going off play action. Uh, their defense is is legit. It's not the Bears legit, but it's, it's close to it. Um, division game, I think it's low scoring. I think it's hard hitting. Uh, I could see the Bears, if things get out of hand the second half, backing off. And I wonder how much the Bears are going to show here because they may this game may be a rematch next week um, in round one of the playoffs. So I think you're going to see a lot of vanilla here out of the Bears, just showing different looks. I think the Vikings got to give everything they have and lay it all out there. I'll take the Vikings at home to cover the spread. And that's why I'm locking it up, exactly what you said. I don't think the Bears show much of anything in this game. The Vikings need it desperately. That's why it's a lock. These teams are actually evenly matched. Uh, DVOA, offense, defense, and special teams. Um, so uh, evenly matched, you think you'd take the team getting the four and a half points, but the Bears have been underwhelming on the road. Just look at the Niners game last week. Um, the Vikings are also a bad road team, but the game's in Minnesota. Vikings need this to get in. Bears, they're already in the playoffs. Um, I, I, I don't think... 
the Bears have a chance to get that by. So I, I think they're just going to punt this game away. I think the Vikings win by a touchdown. Uh, give me the Vikings. Lock it up. Chiefs, Raiders. Chiefs need this one. Spread is, let me find the game. Kansas City. Oh, man. Uh, it's 13 and a half still. Uh, Nikki Guns, what do you got in this one? So you got Kansas City at home with a lot to play for, a potential number one seed, which would mean a week off. Um, also in the in the background, I think Andy Reid with a young player, they could be looking to get Mahomes the MVP here. So if there's any uh, you know situations late or later on where they can put a few more points on the board and, and get Mahomes that MVP, I think that comes into play. I love the Chiefs at home this week. Uh, they're my five-star lock of the week. Ooh, five-star. Five-star silver bullet stone cold lock of the week. Uh, the Raiders, Gruden mentioned in his press conference last week, uh, he was glad to end the season on a win. That was before this game. I think uh, the Raiders have uh, <laughs> shot their load and played their Super Bowl. I think they travel east and get hammered by the Kansas City Chiefs. I agree with you. I'm not locking it up. The Raiders have played a lot better, but the games they played better have mostly been home games. The Chiefs haven't covered since November 4th. They covered seven of the first eight games. I think they're due to cover. I agree with you. I'm taking the Chiefs in that one. Chargers at the Broncos. Chargers outside shot to win the division. Not likely. Um, This is one of those games they could look up at halftime and see the Chiefs are not going to snot out of the Raiders and then just start benching people. Uh, The Broncos are getting six and a half at home. I, it, This is a tough one. I'm going to actually take the Broncos. Uh, I know the outside shot for the two-seed uh, NFC West with a win. I don't think this is going to happen. The, the Raiders are bad on the road. They won't even sniff victory after the first five minutes of that Chiefs game. And I think the Chargers just start resting people, don't want anybody to get hurt. Uh, so I'm going to – Broncos, even though they don't have Philip Lindsay, they still have Case Keenum. Darth Wager give me a problem with this one. He's a pro quarterback. And you guess what? There's some non-pro quarterbacks starting this week in the NFL. Um, I think the Broncos make a game of this one. Uh, and do the Chargers even really want home field advantage? It's like a home field disadvantage. It's disappointing when you're home in front of 20,000 people. I, it was a whole 27,000. Yeah, and, and mostly the other team. I think I'd rather be the five seed to go on the road for every game. What do you got in this one, Nick? I, uh, I'm going the other way here. I like the Chargers, and I like them as a lock. Um, I think Denver is done uh, mentally, I think, without Lindsey. Uh, I think it's their coach's last game there, and I don't think anybody is going to put in a lot of effort towards him. Uh, I think the Chargers will, will start this game playing as though you know a two seed and that bye week is on the line. Uh, I just think Denver's done. I don't think they have any bullets left in their chamber, and I think the Chargers, who are much better on the road than they are home, come in here and roll the Broncos. I'll take them as a lock. Ooh, Broncos as a lock. Next game up. Big game. Big game for you. You open the year picking the Brownies, and now the Browns are on the road getting five and a half points. You don't want them to cover. You want them to win the game on the field, Nikki Guns. <laughs> that I do. What do you um, got in this one? Man, what what I what I want to happen and what I think are gonna happen are two different things. I will say this. Uh as far as matching up strengths and weaknesses, I think Cleveland is a good match for Baltimore as far as talent and skill wise. Um 
The thing I worry about is Cleveland is not good at stopping the run. They're better at stopping the pass, and they are going to have to load this box and dare Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens to beat him over the top. Uh, they've got the corners to do it, even though Ward is out. Uh, they've got the secondary to do it. Do they do it? I don't know. Um, I think the way Mayfield's playing and uh, the way this Browns team is playing, they are going to be in this game. It's going to be a hard-fought, tight division game. I don't know if they got enough to do it, but I will take the Browns getting those points, and I'm going to be rooting like hell for those Cleveland Browns, LeMay. Let's go. <laughs> well, I'm locking it up. I'm taking the Browns to win the game on the field. My pick em contest, my affiliate pick em contest, I picked the Browns on the field. Uh, the Ravens need to win, and they're in. Browns need to win, and they have a winning season. They, they, uh, they, they get to beat the team that left Cleveland. They get, to, they get to beat a division rival. Bigger question, does Re- Greg Williams get hired as coach after winning this game? That, that's a big question. I don't think I'd hire him as a coach, but I, I, I'm i taking the Browns. They're winning this game. It, it goes against everything I said. I said probably about 10 weeks ago the Steelers weren't making the playoffs, and this is going to make the Steelers make the playoffs. So I'm taking the Browns. I, all I'm going to say, last thing on this game, is Harbaugh has been in these spots before. And he has blown these opportunities before. Yes, he has. I don't, I don't know if he's the best coach for his team when the pressure's on. Yep. Arizona at Seattle spreads 13 and a half in a game that means zilch to the Seahawks. What do you got in this one? Yes, game uh, means nothing to the Seahawks. Um, I don't know what is left for Arizona uh, in the tank. Um, injuries everywhere. Uh, their D-line is horrible. Uh Seahawks, so the D, their D-line as far as stopping the run is horrible. They're dead last in the NFL. Seahawks are the number one running team in the NFL. Uh, I wonder if Seattle tries to keep some of those linemen out. I know last week new guys were hopping in and out every other play. Uh, with that said, I think Seattle, even with their backups in there and with the game means nothing, I think they just stick to their M.O. and pound the ball down the Cardinals' throats, and I don't think uh, Arizona scores in them. Uh, I will take Seattle to cover at home, but it's a stay away. I agree with you. I don't think I don't think the Cardinals score. I think it's twenty one nothing. Even with you know all the backups playing for Seattle, Forty ers at the Rams. Our last four o'clock game, Forty ers at the Rams. It's ten points that the Forty ers are getting. I don't think they can give them enough points in this one. I am taking the Rams. Uh, thanks to the Packers' miracle comeback versus the Jets. Um, maybe miracle is too strong a word. The Jets are the Jets after all. Uh, the Niners have the opportunity to be the only team to go winless on the road this year. And they they haven't shown up all year on the road, and they're not going to show up this week either. The Rams need this win because the Bears hold the tiebreaker for the number two seed if they finish with the same record. The, the Rams are going to come out guns a-blazing and beat the hell out of this team. The 49ers suck on the road. They're just a different team. I'm taking the Rams. What do you got? Uh, stay away game again here. Um, I think the Niners will find a way with a little pixie dust to keep that game within 10 points. I will take the Niners to lose, but to cover the spread. All right. Before we get to our last and final game, basically a playoff game, the Sunday night game, make sure you go to JeffreyBelanger.com, log in there, and you can uh, see all my picks. 
Nikki Gunn's picks and Darth Wager's picks for absolutely free. And when you're there, click on the Amazon banner ad. Buy yourself something nice on Amazon because you maybe you didn't get the Christmas gift you wanted. And then when you buy yourself something on Amazon through uh, JeffreyBlanger.com, a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Colts at Titans. Mariota practice. Let's see what happened to the spread in this one. It's now three and a half. Mariota's practicing, and the spread went from two and a half to three and a half. Indianapolis's way. I haven't had my Greg the Hammer Valentine lock of the week. I'll let you lead off because this is going to be the Greg the Hammer Valentine lock of the week. Go with it, get the so guns. The Colts are on the road giving points, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take it as a lock, and I like the Colts to go on the road. Uh, Titans defense has been hit or miss this year. Uh, division game, if you're playing a division game like this i want the better quarterback and luck has had an unbelievable year uh no one's mentioning him for mvp this year but he should definitely be in the discussion uh the colts have been able to run the ball lately um so their o-line and their d-line have been playing outstanding as of late i like the colts and this game could be for the division if the texans lose yep i like the colts to win this game and cover the spread all right so this is my greg the hammer valentine lock of the week a tie, and they're both out, and the Steelers sneak in. Could be for the division title if the Jags beat the Texans earlier in the day. Worst case scenario, this is for the sixth seed. On paper, the Colts and te- Titans are a dead heat in defense and special teams. The big difference is offense. Mariota practice, although I heard he can't even feel part of his body. I mean, that, that's, that's not good. Blaine Gabbert probably going to play. The road has been a bugaboo for both teams. This is an issue because the Colts are on our road favorite, which makes you scared a little bit. Last year, Tennessee made the playoffs nine and seven with a minus 22 point differential. They were six and two at home. This year, they are nine and six. They're plus 23 point differential. Home record, six and one. They might have identical record as last year. They get, they, they're going to get the shit kicked out of them this week. They're going to be, get beat 45 nothing. be 6-2 and two at home, 9-7 and seven overall with a minus 22-point differential. Colts, 45 nothing. Greg the Hammer Valentine, lock of the week. Wow. Okay, Guns, it's time for college bowl picks. I got, I got our records here. I got our records, most of them. So the early season bowls, what we call the early season bowls, didn't go so well for me. I went three and seven. Darth Wager went six and four. You went two and two because he didn't pick all the games, which is probably smart. <laughs> uh, you know some of these bowl games. So the next, the next round, we called our our mid year bowl, mid season bowls. I have one, two, three, four, five, five losses so far. One, two. Three wins. Darth Wager, one, two, three. Three losses, one, two, three. Four wins. You have one, two, three, four and one. Nice. Nice. So nice. You've, been, you've been doing very well. We still got some games going on in our mid, our mid-season, mid-bowl season picks. We're watching a Baylor-Vandy game right now with Baylor getting four. And it's a, it's a push right now if it ends like this, and then uh, we still got games 
that we picked on the 20, 28th and 29th uh, that uh, still haven't been played yet. So it's still a lot, a lot of ways to go. But you're listening to this podcast. This is our New Year's weekend bowl picks. New Year's weekend bowl picks. We got a, we got a whole plethora of them. New Year's weekend here. Uh, let me uh, find the first one. We, we go to Saturday the, the 29th. We're going to lead off with the semifinals, the, the, the college football semifinals. Notre Dame. At Clemson, last I checked, it was thirteen and a half. This line may have moved to twelve and a half last last I looked before I wrote this down. Let me double check this line here. Twenty ninth, it is twelve and a half. Notre Dame is getting twelve and a half guns. Did you pick this game? I am going to pick this game. What do you got in this one? I've got the Fighting Irish here. Um, Clemson, the strength of their team is their defensive line. Uh, they lost their defensive tackle there. Yep. Buckner could be the you know best defensive player uh, lineman at least in college football. Um, I know Dabo turns it on this time of the year, and uh, Clemson will definitely come out and 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 give it to him. Uh, the thing is, I just think thirteen is too much um, for this Notre Dame team. I think this team is gritty. Uh, I think they do everything well, nothing outstanding. Uh, I think this Clemson team is good, but I don't think this Clemson team is a Clemson team of years past. Um, when they've stepped out of conference, they've had a lot of trouble with some of the big boys um, hanging around. I will take the Irish to pull the upset. Ooh, upset. And to win the game on the field. Wow. I am not taking the upset. I am taking the points with Notre Dame. Uh, I think Notre Dame had a more challenging schedule than Clemson this year. Uh, they really crushed the souls of teams. I said this early in the year. After Notre Dame beat you, it's like the teams that they beat went to funks for like three or four weeks after that. Uh, Clemson has the advantage on the D-line still, but not as much as they did before. I'm concerned about the young QB, Trevor Lawrence. Might, uh, might have the moment swallow him up here uh, on the 29th. But they do have Travis Etney. He's going to carry the ball and carry the load. I think Notre Dame covers, but not win in that one. The other one, Alabama, Oklahoma, spread was 14. It still is. I'll lead off in this one, Guns. I'll, I'll lead off for you. This is the Cotton Bowl. The, the other one was the Orange Bowl, the Capital One Orange Bowl, Notre Dame and Clemson. This is the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Uh, you got Tua versus Kyler Murray. That's a pretty good QB matchup. Maybe a wash. Yeah, Saban versus Lincoln Riley. I think Saban has the edge, but not as much as you might think. Lincoln Riley, there's a reason why NFL teams are, are courting him right now. Uh, offensive line of Oklahoma versus D-line of, of Bama, I think this is a close matchup. Uh, the Sooners will be able to move the ball. I think they'll put up points. The problem is the D-line of Oklahoma is piss poor. The offensive line of Bama is just going to maul them. I think Bama might score in every possession. I'm going to grab those 14 points. I think the Sooners cover. What do you got, Guns? I'm going the other way against you here. Um, I think this is one of these games where uh, Bama plays big boy NFL-style football. Uh, the way Saban, I think he's going to take the air out of the ball here. I don't think he wants to get in a shootout with Oklahoma. So I think they uh, run the ball at will against Oklahoma, run that play clock down, uh, limit Oklahoma's possessions, I think they'll have somebody uh, spying in the box on the quarterback for Oklahoma to take away the running game. Uh, it's not like before when Alabama didn't used to see these mobile quarterbacks. They're used to seeing them now every day, even in practice. So 
Um, I think this game has Saban and Alabama written all over it. I like Alabama to roll here against Oklahoma. Ooh, roll tide. Ah, the 31st, New Year's Eve, Cincinnati at noon, giving Vatek five and a half points. This is the military bowl presented by the Northrop Group, uh, Northrop Grumman Group, basically the, the Navy, I guess. Um, what do you got in this one? Are you, are you taking anything in this I've one? Got, uh, I've got Virginia Tech in this one, getting the points. I am also taking Vodtech. This is not a uh, a stellar game. Uh, offensive. T- this is not the best offensive football to watch. Uh, I think Vodtech played a tougher schedule, so I'm going to go with the Hokies. That's my whole theory on that one. Next one up, 2 o'clock game, New Year's Eve. Stanford at Pitt. And Stanford is laying five and a half points. Who you got in this one? I've got the Cardinal in this one, the Stanford Cardinal. I agree with you. Uh, this is the Hyundai Sun Bowl in El Paso. Pitt overachieved all year versus underachieving Stanford. They had their soul ripped out by Notre Dame earlier in the year. I, I just can't pull the trigger on Pitt. They are at a disadvantage on the offensive and defensive line. I don't trust Kenny Pickett at QB for Pitt. I'm taking Stanford. And we're both agreement on that one. Uh, next up, 3 o'clock, you have the Red Box Bowl from San Francisco. Michigan State plus 2.5 versus Oregon. This is actually not a bad game at 3 o'clock. Uh, who you got in this one, Guns? Uh, I like Oregon here. Uh, closer ride, close to home. Uh, they'll have a little bit of home field advantage there. Uh, I don't know how many people from Michigan State are traveling out west to see this game. Uh, I like the Ducks to cover here. Sparty travels. Um, Oregon's really good on both lines, and they also have the QB advantage with Justin Hebert, who's decided to stay another year. The combo of Dylan Mitchell and Hebert, I've, I've, uh, I've written them a few times this year, uh, are pretty good. Dynamic duo. I think that's too much for Mark D'Antonio uh, to overcome with Sparty. I'm taking Oregon laying the two and a half. Missouri. Minus eight versus Okie State, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. This is a old Big 12 matchup. Who you got in this one, Guns? I've got Missouri in this one, the Missouri Tigers. Ooh. Cover the spread there. You're going with Missouri, a SEC team. It just doesn't seem right that they're an SEC team. I still see them as a Big 12 Same team. Same with me. Uh, Missouri has a pretty good offensive group with Drew Locke at QB. Okie State's defense isn't great, but it's not so bad. They should be able to cover as an eight-point dog. I think they put up enough points to uh, to cover in this one. I'm going to take the points. Seven o'clock, Chris, uh, New Year's Eve, Northwestern getting seven points versus Utah. This is the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. I think this should be a good defensive game. I love Northwestern's front seven. Utah also has a very good front seven. This is a defensive battle. Seven points is too much in a defensive battle. Wildcats, one more time for me this season. Every time I picked with them or against them, they, I've won. I'm hoping to make it a clean sweep this year. Utah has lost many assistant coaches to other programs uh, this bowl season. They're they're going everywhere. I'm taking Northwestern. Who you got? I'm in agreement. Um, they've they've every time they've been dog or you know dogs or need to fight this year. Northwestern, they've done it. I like this game to be low scoring and seven points is too much. I'll take Northwestern. Last game on 
New Year's Eve, the the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. NC State getting seven points against Texas A&M, a full touchdown. NC State has the advantage with Ryan Finley at QB. The line play for both teams is piss poor. Uh, NC State lost its offensive coordinator to Appalachian State. This is Jimbo Fisher's first year. He would like a bull win uh, to build on going into next season. I just think this is too many points. I'm taking NC State. Who you got? I've got the Aggies here. I think uh, seven's not too much for them to cover. I agree with you about Jimbo. I think this is a big game for them. I like A&M here. Yeah, this is a tough one for me to pick. I just thought seven was way too much. All right, New Year's Day. This is our, our last college football picks until the championship game. Uh, I guess we'll get that next week in, in 2019. Um, we're starting out with the Outback Bowl in Tampa. Mississippi State minus seven versus Iowa. This is at noon on January 1st. What you got in this one? I've got the Iowa here. Um, I think, uh, again, hard nose ability to run the football. Uh, I think seven's too much. I'll take I'll take the Hawkeyes here getting seven. Uh, Mississippi State, better defense, better QB, uh, plays in a better conference. I'm taking Mississippi State. I, I, this is an ugly game. I, 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 I wouldn't bet on this one. <laughs> um, one o'clock game. The PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Um, this is in Arizona. LSU minus seven versus University of Central Florida. I'll let you lead off on this one, Guns. I like Central Florida here, uh, especially getting the points. Um, I think UCF is a lot more excited to play LSU than LSU is to play UCF. Um, I think for UCF, this is one of those chances they get to show people that they're for real, um, be a big win for the school. I like them getting over a touchdown. So UCF has a chip on his shoulder. They they want to go undefeated again. They have no McKenzie Milton at quarterback. Ah, that's a lot to overcome. LSU has a great defense, a great SEC defense. Um, a lot of speed. I don't think UCF has seen anything like this all year long. This is a different animal they're facing. Uh, they're not getting a disappointed Auburn team like they got last year in the bowl in the in their bowl game. I think Coach Ogren will have this team motivated. I know the LSU emails I get uh, say I always pick on LSU, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I, I There was some scary stuff with LSU player getting robbed and stuff like that. I think LSU wins this one big. I, I, I hate. I like UCF. I hope they. I hope they win, but I just can't do it. I'm picking with my brain, not my heart, in this one. One o'clock, the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Kentucky, getting six and a half points versus Penn State. Kentucky's Mark Stoops, great coach, got Kentucky to overachieve. They've struggled a lot in the year, however. Kentucky's very weak on offense. Uh, I think they'll be okay on offense because that Penn State defense is very young. I think they're going to have trouble tr- stopping Trace McSorley at QB. I think Penn State's going to put up a ton of points. I'm taking Penn State. What do you got? I'm going Kentucky here. Uh, just think six and a half. I'll take those points. I think it's going to be a tight game, uh, high scoring, but I, I like Kentucky here. Darth Wager would be happy to hear you say that. All right, now we got the Rose Bowl. Is that the granddaddy of bowl games? All right, so we got Washington plus six and a half versus Ohio State. It's the Rose Bowl presented by Northwestern Mutual. Northwestern Mutual should sponsor the game Northwestern's yes. in. Um, talent and distractions at Ohio State. That's what I think about when I hear Ohio State. Washington, 
three losses were all close and could have gone either way, all three losses. I'm taking Washington to cover. They might even win this outright, but six and a half points, way too much. What you got? I'm in agreement. I love Washington. I love that defense. Um, I just think that defense is, travels well and uh, wherever they play, and they're going to give Ohio State all they can handle. I like Washington as well. All right, our last New Year's Day game, the Sugar Bowl, All-State Sugar Bowl. Uh, we, we have uh, Texas getting 13 points versus Georgia. I think Texas is a year away. And this could be a statement game for them going into next year. Uh, Georgia, it's going to be tough to tell their mentality going into this game. Are they going to be PO'd that they didn't get into the Final Four uh, and got snubbed for basically uh, uh, Notre Dame? Are they going to be mad about that? Or are they a no-show And, and because Notre Dame got in instead of them? I'm taking the points with Texas. I think Texas is... Very motivated. I think they want to go in and build off. They're built off of last year. I think this is a big game for them. I'm taking Texas. What do you got? I'm in agreement here. Uh, just think Georgia, lack of motivation. Um, they wish they were playing in that Final Four. I just saw uh, come across ESPN a few of their studs are going to be sitting out the bowl game getting ready for the draft. Uh, I think that changes the mentality of you know the team in the locker room. I like Texas here getting the points. Very good. Well, that wraps it up. We'll be back again next week. It'll be NFL Wild Card Weekend, and then we'll have the, the College Football National Championship. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, Nikki Guns, you got anything uh, before we go for New Year's? Just uh, be living on the couch, uh, doing something I don't usually do, and that's rooting for those disgusting Cleveland Browns to beat the even worse Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and while my Steelers are handling Cincinnati on the other end, it's going to be a crazy week in the NFL this week, man. A crazy week. Uh, with that said, I am like 12 games out with the last week to play in my uh, pool pick, and I'm going to have to do some crazy stuff to try to make up some ground. So, But my picks are in. There you go. Well, hope everybody has a great New Year. Uh, party safely. Use Uber. Uh, all that good stuff. And uh, – when we come back after the new year, we have to have a celebrity death pool. Uh, Darth won it this year. He picked George uh, Bush, the father, who passed away in the last month or so. He feels awful about it. I don't know if we should continue this contest. But uh, there we go. Everybody have a great New Year's, and uh, good luck with your picks this weekend.